0: Man, people crazy out these sheets, bro. I've been grinding since I was like 15 with this music, bro. I've learned that I can't please everybody. And there's been a lot of love, but there's also been misunderstanding, hate, and this box they put me in. And it makes them uncomfortable if I'm not in it. DJ
1: KJ. And I ain't in it. Whoa, What's up? Welcome back to I, I Went Out. I'm Manny. Okay, I'm Nick. And I'm today so is um our Racial Repentance oh, Wednesday oh, episode. We are excited oh, to have... Alex Stone from the Transparency Report back on today, and Pastor Kobe Hill from Encounter Church in Waldorf, Maryland. Um, Before we jump into our conversation, just a reminder to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play, leave a rating and a review, that way you guys don't miss out on any episodes when they drop. All right, so today um, our topic is on, um, it's going to take self-sacrifice, in terms of um Having conversations and dialogue on racism and injustice, um of course we're living in a climate where everything is is so touchy, and um you know a lot of politics are getting pushed and buttons are getting pushed so um before we get dive deep into the subject um let's start off with Nick. How has you know the past few episodes kind of impacted you and um just helped you? i guess gain knowledge on some of these subjects
2: yeah i mean we've had some pretty pretty solid dudes on the podcast over the last month yeah um i mean when i think about myron pierce uh recap gray um just some solid dudes with just crazy amount of wisdom and insight on like what's going on and how to address it um especially myron pierce Mm -hmm. um and no not bad mouthing you uh recap you're amazing too but my was just dropping things left and right. And then we got plugged into that whole justice journey summit. Yeah. Um, where there was just dudes dropping wisdom left and right. I don't know if Alex, did you get to partake in that, but man, it was, it was solid, man.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it.
2: Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. It was good though. It was good. I mean, we have the link, so I yeah. don't know if it's going to eventually like, we can share it with the, with everybody but it's it was really good a lot of good insight right yeah it was so, it was solid man
1: yeah i yeah. got a lot of i wasn't able to be on for the entire thing um and i'm hoping he does put it back up so you can see yeah. the rest i missed like the last couple hours or so it was long it's, but, hard, it's
2: hard to sit in front of a computer yeah, that long so a lot of a lot of really good speakers but yeah i've learned a lot over the last couple the last month just mm-hmm. from talking to them and i'm looking forward to getting Santees on here um potentially getting a somebody pretty big from down in Tampa Bay on here as well. It would be pretty cool. So yeah, we're looking forward to continuing these conversations. So
1: amen. Amen. All right. uh, Pastor Colby, um, I know it's been a minute, man. How, how has things been going for you um, personally uh, with just this climate that we are in as a nation? um, And then also as a church at at encounter, how has things been going for you?
3: Yeah, all in all, man, things have, have been pretty good. Um, I mean, considering that, you know, we're still in a global pandemic, things are spiking again, uh, we're not able to gather in person, um, and I've never done this before, yeah. um, I'm doing pretty well, hanging okay. in there. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. That's a little sarcasm, in-, <laughs> <laughs> in case you didn't know. But no, like, really, things have actually been pretty good, all things considered. So,
1: to God be the glory, man. Amen. 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 Same question, Alex. Man, how's it been going for you?
0: It's been uh, it's been good, but it's been really busy. This mm-hmm. um, thing is outside of social justice work in terms of jobs and family, and trying to get adjusted to this whole kind of school dynamic situation mm-hmm. uh, with my daughter in kindergarten. Trying to, I don't know, man. It's gonna. Be, it's been it's been kind of stressful and i've had a lot of anxiety about it actually yeah. um, my phone actually got broken so i've been working off of a burner for like the last i noticed
1: weeks. i noticed your text messages turned to green Uh-oh. yeah everybody, everybody <laughs> said it was like what happened bro i was like, uh, it's like oh, did you uh, my, uh what did you do with that phone yeah
0: my five-year-old daughter wanted to take my phone outside Oh. While well, she was FaceTiming with uh, my mom, and then she was running, and she took a dive, and then the phone oh. took a dive on on the air conditioning unit, and oh, nice. basically it shattered the whole thing.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, so I've been trying to like get used to the burner phone, and I've been actually off social media for a good hot minute because of it, right? Because mm. I just haven't put like apps on it or nothing like that cause I didn't want to invest a whole lot of money on it. So, yeah. But I mean, I guess it's been kind of like a blessing in disguise, um, getting off social media, kind of taking a break to, yeah. to recover and, and deal with some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking forward to this conversation. Um, looking forward to, uh, getting back into the swing of things. Yeah. Um, but I think it was i think it was a good it was a blessing in disguise this whole kind of break Amen. but I miss you guys man I'm <laughs> glad we I'm glad we're back yeah Amen. man
1: missed you too man absolutely all right so let's let's go ahead and jump in um I'm gonna start off just asking Nick to kind of like define like what self sacrifice is, and then maybe we can kind kind of go around the room and um just give some examples in which we've had to um kind of sacrifice ourself um I guess doing at least like this year and just in in general.
2: Nick Uh I mean so sacrifice, I guess self sacrifice is in general, just it's giving up our own interest, Mm. um, our comfort, um, I mean sometimes our ultimately our lives could Mm. in some cases. Um I think that's really what self sacrifice is, is like putting away all everything about us and ourselves our selfish ways and just literally living for others and uh it cost a lot yeah (laughs) so i mean even when i was preparing for this i had um which is one of my favorite verses it's uh found in john 15 verse verse 12 it says this is my command love one another as i have loved you um no one no one has greater love than this that someone would lay down his life for his friends Mm. um to lay down one's life Mm. um i mean physically um but i guess and there's also other ways as well like just laying down my pride laying down my ego um so i can genuinely hear the conversations that need to be had yeah um rather than kind of going back to the whole thing even when we're talking about our james series is shut up and listen yes (laughs) Um, and that's been uh, i think a big thing for us i think it is i mean because right now there's no one sacrificing much yeah um especially like not not no one but in the church realm there's a, again, there's a lot of talking heads but not a lot of people listening. Mm. Um so and I think it's like and we're just missing it on when it comes to sacrificing. Yeah. Um to sacrifice again all the all the things that we think we need mm-hmm. in order to truly move forward in the right direction. Yeah. Amen.
1: Kobe you have any um like an example of that? Of uh, self sacrifice? Yeah. Or just a personal um, experience of yours or just, you know, a, a, an example in general.
3: Yeah, I mean it's it's supposed to be like a hallmark of Christianity, right? Yeah. But but some of us, I think we um, we are selfish in our own nature, and and have trouble uh, denying ourselves. Um, I think being being a husband, being a father, being a pastor, um, makes it easy for me to. <laughs> To self-sacrifice, yeah. um, just because of the love that I have for my wife, for my kids, for the people that I lead, um, you know, in in small ways, I'm having to sacrifice my own. A lot of it's just preferences, you know. Yeah, it's it's not big things. It's it's little things. But even right now, you know, I don't like wearing a mask, <laughs> yeah. but guess what? I do it because that's a small sacrifice. What is Romans twelve? paul says it's a reasonable sacrifice yeah, yeah. for us to present our bodies mm-hmm. um and and so you know i i just think about all of the little things that come to mind when my wife puts her cold feet on me in the bed at night and and i don't like <laughs> scream and push her away <laughs> you know or or the, the thermostat wars you know yeah. i'm I will grab a blanket and wrap myself up because she likes it cold mm-hmm. um you know it it's those little things like that, so that's what self sacrifice looks like to me yeah. um and and I don't think we need to look at the the big things because that scares people away yeah. um oh well i gotta I gotta change who I am in order to accommodate others. That's not what it's about it's yeah. about the small things but when you do when you do stuff out of love, it makes it easy,
1: amen. Amen, Alex. You have an example of uh, self sacrifice.
0: Um, I mean, just based on current events. I mean, this whole pandemic has been kind of like uh, a lesson to everybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, kind of self sacrificing, being comfortable, self sacrificing. You know, your own interests, yeah. trying to. Uh, I mean, it's a whole. It's a new normal because. I mean, you know, the Western world was built upon capitalism and it's all about me, myself. What can I do for myself? Mm-hmm. Um, and this whole pandemic has kind of changed of like, well, you can't really do a whole lot for yourself right now. It's more about protecting the vulnerable populations, the elderly, the, the you know, well, not just the elderly, but pretty much everybody yeah. you know, susceptible to, to this pandemic and this virus. Um, and it's challenged people, you know, Mm -hmm. people don't want to wear masks and people don't want to follow rules and regulations. And they, they feel like, you know, their rights are being approached on, uh, encroached on and, and X, Y, and Z, and we go on and on about it. But I think, uh, I mean, it's been, I think it's been, it's been educational, Let's yeah. say that I yeah. think it's been a very educational and a teaching moment about like Kobe kind of said, it's not about big things. It's about the little, little things. Like what can we do for one another? Because mm-hmm. I mean, if we're down in the trenches together or, you know, if things really got serious, we would have to depend on one another. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you you can be able to rely and trust on others uh for the greater good. So.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know I think for for me the past few months I've been learning how to um have extra grace when somebody on the other line of the phone call is saying something that is borderline racist or just very <laughs> crazy or you get a text message that is like wow okay you know this is something and uh is, is it borderline is it really just borderline? <laughs> <laughs> i think i am being a little generous with that <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's so yes it's um you know it's it has really forced me to just grow in grace and, and like nick said you know we kind of talked about this a little bit on our james podcast um just just learning how to grow in grace, and it's been difficult it has really been difficult, but um you know i just i think it's important to do that because um it's it just it really allows um i guess some i only almost want to just say like refining to be done in my own heart <laughs> yeah um and, and not even just just so I don't even want to necessarily point out the person that I'm talking to But just saying in my own heart. It's, it's, it's making me realize that, okay, um, be careful about your own ideas on things or your own thoughts on things. Um, though they may be fact, you know, you don't want to just be pushing, I guess, things on other people because they may disagree. And if they disagree, that's on them, you know. And um, I, I've been trying my best to just lean in and help educate um, and, and give them... I guess the best from my experiences and my understanding on some of these topics, um, things, but some of these people just don't want to listen or they just can't listen. And instead of me getting upset and going off on them, it's it's really forced me to just settle down and say, you know, okay, if they don't agree with what I'm saying, that's okay. I can move on. Um, And as as it says in the gospels, just like to knock the dust off of my feet as long as I've said my truth. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of been my experiences the past few months.
3: Yeah. bro. You sound like such a good person. Like I'm <laughs> <laughs> I want to be sanctified like you someday, <laughs> but I'm I'm just not there yet, man. You know, yeah. the thing that the thing that's keeping me sane is categorizing people. Mm-hmm. And and what I mean by that is not expecting more from people. Um, then they are capable of giving or assigning to someone um, a a Christian value when they might not be saved. Mm. And so, like Luke 9, Luke 9 says that we have to deny ourselves, take up our cross daily in order to follow Christ. Well, I can't, I can't view non-believers that way and expect them to do the same. Otherwise, that's going to drive me nuts. Yeah. But, but where I do lose my cool is uh, when I see on social media or, or in, just out there in my everyday life, people that I know that profess Christ that are, are struggling with the whole self-denial. Uh, well, I'm sorry, it's not self-denial, it's denying self. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're in self denial in some some ways, but like that's the thing that's driving me crazy, man. Um, we're we're applying a Christian uh, principle and ethic to people that don't profess Christ, mm-hmm. and we look silly in the process because we're expecting more from them than they're capable. They don't live their lives the way that we do, yeah. and so we can't expect them to act. In the same way that we shoot, we do, but we should, as Christians, be holding each other accountable and denying ourselves yeah. and mm-hmm. acting accordingly, so that we can be an example in the
1: world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a good distinction. Yeah. Because um, um, I know, like, to go into this next question is so why are Christians so unwilling to sacrifice their lives for others? Think um, wanting to kind of lean that more so into the body of Christ. Um, because, you know, as Kobe said, you know, we can't put these expectations on those who are non-believers yeah. because they're non-believers. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's, I think there is a little, there's a little distinction there when, when, uh, we're talking about people who are in the body of Christ. Um, so I'll, I'll start off with you, Nick. Why are Christians so unwilling to sacrifice their lives for others in the body of Christ? Oh,
2: uh, this is where Jerk Nick kicks in, and I would ask the question, if you're not able to sacrifice, are you even really a Christian? Yeah. Um, I
3: like Jerk Nick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Jerk Nick's been... I've had to put Jerk Nick in check quite a few times here recently. Because so. <laughs> uh, Jerk Nick has a lot to say, but Jerk Nick is trying to also practice listening a little better himself mm. um, and not popping off on people when they post something absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I do man it's i don't know how to break it down without just picking on the american church again um but i really do feel like we've missed it and 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 again putting it back into the context i think even um alex brought it up earlier just the western culture is really built on around self Mm. like it's all about how can i move my life forward how can i do everything to achieve greatness for myself, my family, not the greater good yeah. or the greater community. You know, it's yeah. all about us and that's it's unfortunately because instead of the church influencing culture, the culture has influenced the church. And that that value, that Christian value of being of living a sacrificial life is I, I think in many senses has gone disappeared or taken a back seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a lesser oh well that's you yeah, know, yeah, we don't have to do that. I'm like no, <laughs> we're called to sacrifice. Yeah. Um and i think that is a big i think that's what it, i think that's why we're missing it and that's why we don't see so many christians actually sacrificing we see them question everything because even what alex said a little earlier like people feel like their their rights are being encroached upon it's like well hold up our, i'm gonna do a quick quick thing i think our freedoms has made us stupid mm-hmm. um in this country we have obsessed over these freedoms and in all reality like we really ain't that free we're free but mm-hmm. we ain't free um like and this is so we've and then we fight for any the stupidest things um and we get all up in arms um as Christians about this and that but oh and black lives yeah no but you are not gonna tell me I have to wear a mask whoa hold up mm. what's what's going on there um so you're willing to sacrifice your health because you don't want to wear a mask but you're not willing to sacrifice your pride your ego to hear your black brother and sister there's something's not right there um so yeah i really do feel like the sacrifice thing is christians we just miss it because it's i think we've been influenced by culture telling us that it's all about us rather than the bible when it tells us it ain't about us yeah um that we have to we have to become less and he has to become more And when he becomes more we're able to truly sacrifice and to love our neighbor um and put our neighbors above ourselves so Mm -hmm. Amen, amen. Yeah,
1: Colby, why do you think Christians are so unwilling to do this?
3: <laughs> uh, let's see. So, since Jerk Nick came out, I think Jerk <laughs> Colby might as well come out. Yes, let's um, do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I can't, as a pastor, I can't point the finger at at the people in the in the pews uh, without first pointing them at at my class, yeah. uh, other pastors. We haven't challenged people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what we've created over the past, I'll say probably thirty or so years, is is uh, churches that are built around personal comfort and preference, mm-hmm. um, and and not called missionally to to go out and sacrifice and do for others and serve. Um, we look to be served. Yeah. You know how how many times do you hear about uh, people when they're new to an area or sometimes even if they've lived there for a while, you know, and something has happened in their church home that wasn't to their liking and they go church shopping or hopping or whatever you want to call it. Um, We're not willing to sacrifice. And and that's really on us as pastors to challenge people, to call them up to something. Um, You know, it, I think uh Nick was saying folks are talking about their rights being infringed upon, and I know Alex touched on it too, but like I think of um Paul in first Corinthians ten he says everything is is beneficial or everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial yeah and and so we we feel like you know, well, I can do whatever I want because it's my right to do it, yeah, well, sure you have that right to be an idiot and a jerk <laughs> but that doesn't mean that it's beneficial is it edifying to the body yeah, is it glorifying right. to god um and and just in general it makes it makes the rest of us look like jerks yeah. and right now what what i feel i'm going to connect two subjects um the church is now the american church at least is now undergoing what something that black America has been, uh, people in black America have felt for a long time, and that's the individual being representative of the rest of the race. Mm-hmm. And so right now, individual Christians are being representatives for all of Christianity because of what they do. The, the, the focus is on us. And so, you know, when you're under that, when you're under that, um, that magnifying glass, what do you do? yeah do you shy away from it like you you've got to rise to the occasion it should bring out the best in you even though that may be um undeserved pressure that's being put on you
2: yeah that's mm-hmm. good i'm mm-hmm. glad I, i'm glad that you brought up edifying to the body and glorifying yeah. to guy because that, that's something i actually brought up to somebody recently they were talking about something like that is not edifying to the body at all mm-hmm. um, yeah and it's definitely if it's not edifying to the body 10 times out of 10 it's not going to be glorifying to god either so don't do it right. don't say it like but that i think those are two valid points that you brought up man those mm-hmm. are good
0: mm-hmm. alex yeah i mean i'm not a uh i'm not gonna say jerk alex is coming out because i'm not a pastor i'm just gonna so i don't have that that pressure that other people have like nick and kobe and um it's Prophet Alex. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I, I completely agree with uh, Kobe and Nick. And I want to hone in specifically on the culture portion of the American church because white culture has infiltrated uh, the American church more than the church would like to probably admit. Yeah. Um, I mean, white Jesus. Yeah. The whole, just the whole environment. The whole. Why do Why do we have stadiums and setups with strobe lights and smoke machines? And why are we all together in the dark? Mm. You know, what I mean, with these big screens and everything like that. Like, come on, Prophet. Yeah. Why can't we just be in a room, Amen. like? Church is church is not the building, you know what I'm saying? Church is the connection that we all have with God. Church is the community and the relationships that we build with one another. Mm-hmm. And like you guys saying, edifying the body of Christ together. Mm-hmm. It's not this whole business of church, air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... People kind of lose sight of it for you know numerous reasons. They get notoriety, you know. They, there's a lot of financial stuff going. There's a lot of money flow, a lot of cash flow in these mega churches.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? I mean, and I think people just lose their way, mm-hmm. and they, like they can't handle. Um, a lot of people not built for that type of environment. Um, you know, spiritually and mentally, like they don't, they can't um, compartmentalize the whole machine of things. They just get wrapped up in it, you know, yeah. and just keep the machine going. Um, so I think we just got to get back to basics. We got to strip literally all of that down. We got to mm-hmm. strip that whole culture away. But the difficult part, unfortunately, is that that caught co- that has to that's got to be sacrificed and that's difficult for people to do nobody wants to start from square one yeah. you know what i mean nobody wants to uh i guess rock the boat too much or have the, i don't know it, like you gotta have the courage enough to do it
3: mm-hmm.
0: um i go back to um oh uh, shoot all right y'all gonna have to help me out um when Moses died, who led the- um, Joshua. Who led?
2: Joshua, yeah, I go back
0: yeah. to Joshua, right? So Moses died, Joshua was supposed to take command. And in the whole like part of the story of Joshua, God said, be strong and courageous. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. And it wasn't because Moses said, you can do, you, you, you're gonna carry on my mission god was speaking to joshua saying be strong and courageous because i got you like i am going you know you have a direct line to me Mm -hmm. therefore you shouldn't worry about anything leading people across this whole vast wilderness with no food or water be strong and courageous and walk in faith Mm -hmm. and i think we got to get back to doing that to be able to break down the whole culture of the American church like we got to be strong and courageous and knowing what we've been mandated from the word of God and to do the right thing and to to be okay with with that identity and that mantle because like God is with us why are we afraid to say hey this is not right we should not be politicizing the church. We should not, you know, be um uh divided on these issues of social justice and racism and um and all this stuff. So yeah. without being too long winded, I'll I'll stop there. Yeah, no that, still...
1: that was good from from all three of you guys. Actually that was that was awesome, man. Right on the head. Um, You know, I think all of you guys mentioned a few things that I kind of wrote down, brought some things to mind. And like Alex, um, what you just ended on, uh, just the Lord being with us always, just reminds me of just like the Great Commission. And as we read that out and we, we talk about going to make disciples, um, one of my favorite lines in the Bible is that I am with you always. Um, and to remember that. And I think that's in there because... When you're going out and making disciples and stuff It's not going to be easy, it's not an easy thing Um, But we have to be reminded That the Lord is with us and I think that's where It comes in where we can find Courage and we can find strength When we're setting our eyes on the Lord For that that courage and for that strength and for that help Um, But you know As far as Christians being unwilling um, To sacrifice Things I think all you guys hit it right on the head Where um, you know I think so so often Especially for people, Christians and These title positions, uh, pastor, deacon, elder, your prophets, your hospitality leaders, whatever their status is within the church. um, They care about that status a lot and they care about what people perceive them as. And so when they when they um, when they say or do something, they're afraid of losing that status. They're afraid of losing friends they're afraid afraid of losing um followers and stuff like that um and so and especially in the social media age that we're in now um it's it's tough because people go on there and they are very vocal about their um political beliefs and and things of that nature and they they lean very heavy on that um but when it comes to um, edifying the body of Christ they're not doing that like they're not thinking about that um, because there's so there's so many things that people are posting um, that is quite damaging to the body of Christ and um, and it, that's where you see that divide kind of happen
2: yeah.
1: um, and so we have to be we have to be careful. Um, we have to put on um, grace we have to put on the love of Christ and um, and it's just something I'm just not seeing happen right now um and it has to um yeah so last question for this one um just real quick guys um what does that look like what does it look like um really just just leaning in and sacrificing yourself um and laying down yourself for another person
2: hmm I think it comes back down to what we said at the beginning. It's from I'll I'll talk from my standpoint. It's me because some there's some people that say some wild stuff, and I just want to attack. Yeah. Um. But that's how my I mean even going back to my enneagram of being an eight, I'm a challenger. I see something stupid, I'm like, what is this? No, and I want to tear it like and. But the way I approach that normally is i would not in, i don't know if i want to say unintentionally but it's because sometimes i can intentionally just try to tear somebody apart and they like their whole thing is like this is the dumbest thing i've ever read or this, mm. this is the dumbest thing that you said it logically does not make sense um so i think for me it, it's really sacrificing how i'm wired in a sense as a challenger and Oh, man just taking a more gentle gracious approach kind of like what you were saying that you really been like that's what God's been doing for me this season he really has been refining me yeah Um. it's been a learned experience for me because again before I would just go all in and let you know what was up and <laughs> what what you said was stupid Um. and not really and I have so I think this even kind of will tie into part two is like yeah. I generally I've had problems where if you say something stupid I won't listen to you after that um I'll cut you off um because clearly you can't mm-hmm. you can't you're not smart enough to handle anything um which is terrible um but I think it really is just putting aside my interest in the ways I used to do things and really just humbling myself mm-hmm. um allowing others to speak and then addressing it in a healthier way rather than no <laughs> yeah. um because again that did, like even though They're saying racist things and doing this though, making things way more political than it needs to be. Um, If I jump at them like that, they're not going to listen to what I even have to say. So, giving them the space to speak, but then addressing it in a healthy way. And if they don't, if they don't listen to what I have to say after I say it in a healthy way, so be it. That's on them at that point. But at least I know I'm not personally attacking the individual. I'm listening, and then I'm addressing in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, So, I think really for me, it is sacrificing the way. I'm wired. If that makes any sense. Oh yeah. So completely. That's mine, Colby.
3: This is such a good question. Um, I probably don't have a satisfactory answer for it, but <laughs> I didn't feel like mine was satisfactory.
2: Um, so <laughs> 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 no, you were good. <sighs> you got it. Um,
3: I I quoted Romans twelve earlier. Twelve one. I think maybe twelve two can help me in this. Um, I preached this past week on breaking free from the patterns of the world. Yeah. And I think that's a key component to us being living sacrifices yeah. is is for us to look more like um, what what God is calling us to and to be um, and look less and less like what the world props up um, and wants to attach labels to us. Mm. And so we get so trapped and caught up in chasing after uh, what the world defines as success, what culture dictates. Um, Alex was saying, I think it was Alex, or maybe it was you, Nick, I can't remember, but uh, how the church chases after culture versus the other way around that, Mm. that the church should be influencing the culture. Yeah. and and for us to really live lives that are uh, sacrificial for others, we have to be willing to listen to other people. Uh, we have to humble ourselves. Um, we we have to find something in what someone is saying and communicating to us yeah. that that draws empathy out of us. Yeah. Um and that way we're willing to sacrifice something because there's commonality in us like human to human person to person there's something about you that that we don't have to know each other all that well but just because you're an image bearer of god i'm willing to you know sacrifice something and let's just say start with something small like yeah. that's my big thing it doesn't have to be we don't all have to be Isaac laying on, you know, a sacrificial altar. Yeah. Like um, we, we can start by, by just laying down some small things that are personal preferences. That's that if I'm doing that, then I am consecrating myself to God mm-hmm. um, just in that small way. Yeah. Um, and that's something that everybody can do. Mm-hmm, um, I, I don't like Neapolitan ice cream. Um, I know most folks pronounce it Napoleon, but it's Neapolitan ice cream. I, I don't like.
2: Never it. heard anybody call it Napoleon ice cream. If I <laughs> did, <laughs> I would be like, "What are you talking about? What is Napoleon well, ice cream?" I don't know. <laughs> but
3: but if my kids like it, um, or or if somebody that's coming to my house that's a guest likes it, well, I'm gonna go buy a pint of neapolitan ice cream yeah. Yeah. you know you know what i mean like yeah. that that sounds so trivial it sounds so small but i think though we are missing the mark in just those small ways mm-hmm. to sacrifice uh ourselves for other people and and to give people common courtesy um that that we aren't willing to give others but we demand in return from other people
1: yeah that's good that's good alex
0: Man, that's a tough question. It's a very good, very good question. I like it, but it's tough to answer because there's just so much nuance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like, I feel like in order for people to truly self-sacrifice, they have to have like a an aha moment or like an awakening sort of moment where something clicks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think until that happens, no matter how generous we are with our time, um, no matter how much grace we extend one another, it's I can't force somebody who's so deeply ingrained in the way of their thinking or the environment of which they've lived their entire life in um, to see my point of view until they can understand it, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's, it's we go back to this age question of like, we want white people to understand white privilege, but they don't even know that they've had privilege. So how do you expect someone who doesn't know they have privilege to address their privilege?
1: Right.
0: You know what I mean? Like there has to be, the, the switch has to be clicked at some point. And it's just so hard to, it's just hard for for people to do that. You know, and and, and even like outside of like whiteness and white privilege, we can talk about like male privilege, like me as a man, it's hard for me to identify with some of the issues that my black wife goes through because of my male perspective. And I struggle with that at times. You know what I mean? And it's good that I can identify with that, and I'm honest about it, and then I can have some introspective thinking and really sit down and question my own uh, thoughts and and mentality on certain things. Um, But it takes a lot of self – it takes a lot of work Mm -hmm. within yourself to do that. Um, But, again, you have to, to truly, you know, appreciate, like – Everybody, but everyone, like life in general.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. But it's really hard to get there, and it's frustrating. And that's when, like Nick was saying earlier, like sometimes I just want to pop off, man, (laughs) because it's just like I've I've spoken to you multiple times. Yeah. And we just agree to disagree. But I want you to agree with me because you're wrong, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, on a ethical, on just a, a life, human life level. Yeah. And it's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there has to be a moment where it clicks for them. And I think we also have to be okay if it doesn't happen within our interaction with them.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, it could happen with another person's interaction or something. Uh, and we it's just so hard have, it is so hard especially when you're invested in these relationships like especially like within the church right and like within christian circles um because you know we are supposed to be all one body and i can't even i mean i can't even imagine as far as church leadership goes if if you're struggling with your staff on these issues or congregants or you know you see posti- posts and it's just like what What do you you know how do you address this the right way mm. like that's like that's, I mean that's a whole nother another level of pressure mm. for real man like yeah,
3: I'm ready to cancel folks in my own <laughs> conversation <laughs>
0: that's why I'm not up on the pulpit bro God knows me God knows I would just shut it down and be like look y'all it's not working out <laughs> We gonna reconvene. We tried.
2: Yeah, Try something else now.
0: <laughs> but it's. I mean, I don't think like there's a there's like a one true answer to that question. I yeah. think yeah. there's like levels, and there's a lot that has to go into it. Um, but a lot of it has to do with has to deal with the individual, mm-hmm. and their ability to to do a lot of. Uh, work within themselves. Yeah. And I mean that's just hard. It's hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Amen. That just, you know, before we close, I just I try to personally just constantly remind myself that God forgave me. Yeah, yeah. Um, that God saved me even when I turned my back on him, even when I didn't seek his face, even when I sinned and fell short, he still forgave me when i turned to him repentant from my evil ways so um, i just try to remember that yeah in those conversations with
2: people that's so good yeah i mean literally i'm just thinking of a story myself now like me when i forgave my dad (laughs) yeah like that took a lot Mm. um to the point where god had to break me down into tears to let me know your father i forgave you um, you didn't deserve this forgiveness. And yes, your father doesn't deserve this forgiveness, um, but you're going to extend it to him because that's who I am and that's what you, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a sacrifice. I had to basically say, Dad, all your... Just their lack of being a man and a father... I'm not going to hold you accountable that anymore. I'm not going to allow that to dictate who I am or hold that against you anymore. Like that's a sacrifice mm. that's putting aside all that and all that years of pain and hurt and saying, I still, I see you and I forgive you. Mm-hmm. So that was good. And then God had to remind me of, I forgave you, Nick Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. forgave you of a lot stupid. So <laughs> you better be forgiving <laughs> others. <laughs> Amen. All
1: right. Uh, so we're going to end this one. I know we just kind of got started on talking about canceling. And cancel culture and stuff. So you got to tune in next Wednesday so you can hear our conversation on that. It's going to be really good. (laughs) Yes, sir. So um, don't forget to uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please leave a rating and or review that's helpful to us, but it also helps you guys so that you don't miss any content when it drops. Yeah. All right. Until
2: next time Yeah, hopefully you guys don't cancel us after next week. Yeah. (laughs) Hope you all still subscribe and listen. Yeah, hopefully so. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. All right. We'll
1: talk to you guys. See ya. Peace.